what I'd love to explore today yeah. is real world application of being salt and light right. for the world so that we can remove that barrier for others. Mm-hmm. I think one of the ways we can do this in our homes, especially if our kids are, are very young still, yeah. and we're just trying to like get them to really embrace this idea that we are here to go out into the world. Mm-hmm. It's not just about us. Is to kind of help um, help everybody in your family understand or uncover the talents or the gifts they've been given mm-hmm. and how to share them, how to use them to bring glory to God. Welcome to Beyond Sunday, a podcast for parents like us, striving to weave the Sunday experience into the everyday moments of our week. I'm your co-host, Nicole Joyce. And I'm Rocky McCormick, your other co-host. And Nicole, my tree is down. <gasps> it's happened. It has it's a it miracle. Is. We are beyond February 2nd. It's a post-Christmas 5th Sunday in Ordinary Time miracle. It is. Wow. The tree is down and the house looks empty. But that's okay. There's more space. Congratulations. Yeah, thanks. There's so much more room for activities now. And there is. <laughs> or mess. Whatever. Or mess. <laughs> right, all the toys. <laughs> but anyway, pull up a chair, grab your favorite beverage, ignore the laundry, and join us as we talk, laugh, and sometimes cry about... The experience of raising Catholic families and discovering God within our everyday lives. Mm. So, yeah. welcome, welcome to the fifth Sunday. It's, it's so very ordinary. Yes, yes. February is upon us. It's February is just such a such a blah month. It's cold, dark, sometimes wet, gray, or slushy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So today, mm-hmm. in lieu of mom confessions, yes. Yeah. What do we got? I brought the recipe from 52 Sundays for this Ooh. coming Sunday, the Parmesan Ranch snack mix. Fantastic. Yes. Yeah, so highly encourage everyone to try this recipe. We okay. tried it when it first came out, the first edition of 20, um, 52 Sundays in 2020. Oh, boy. And you make it in a crock pot. Oh. Which is just like Wait, what? extra bonus. Yeah, you just mix everything up and dump it in the crock pot for a couple hours oh. and then voila. So we have to heat checks. Yes. Interesting. Well, because you want to bake in the flavor. Okay, fair so enough. So it's like butter, ranch seasoning, which I buy in bulk at the mm. warehouse, by the mm-hmm. way, and Parmesan cheese. Okay. And we have two different types of checks in here. We have pretzels and goldfish. So let I'm us a fan sample. Of the goldfish. Mm-hmm. All right, here we go. After you. Well, thank you. We'll try not to crunch on the mic. <laughs> oh, that's delicious. The flavor is very much baked in. Isn't it? You mm-hmm. can't beat the ranch, really. Mm-hmm. I mean, this is oh, the no, Midwest. My, oh, right. my six-year-old is a like ranch of everything. Yep. So I buy ranch seasoning in like a giant. Oh, nice! A container. Know they make giant. Yes, at, at at you know your local warehouse store, you can buy Got that. It. Got it. And we put it on popcorn. We put it in Chex Mix. Okay. Sometimes my kids put it on macaroni and cheese. Why wouldn't you? I mean, it's just it's. So this brings back like college memories of Gumby's sausage pizza dipped in ranch. Oh, pizza and ranches. I mean, oh, yeah. They were like meant to be together. <laughs> they are like the ultimate couple, pizza <laughs> and ranch. Yes. Not maybe sure that's my mom confession, too, that I oh. put ranch on everything. I don't know. Oh, maybe I don't. <laughs> that's not me. That's my six-year-old, but not me. Okay. How but do your okay. kids feel about other condiments, like ketchup, for example? Eh, so-so on the ketchup. I'm more of a mustard. I like mustard. Really? Yeah. Interesting. And then we've got this creamy Italian now that's starting to take the place of the ranch. See, but I feel like Italian and ranch are married. They're, they're very close to each other. They're close yeah, relatives. They're like they cousins. Are. They are. Yes, because yeah. they have similar similar tastes there. Hmm. Hmm. 
All right. So what are we talking about today other than our snacky snack here? <laughs> I don't know. I think we should just keep talking about food. Let's just keep <laughs> like talking about salty flavor, snacks all right? week. Well, we are talking about salt and light, so it fits. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. The gospel this weekend. Talking about the salt and the light. salt and light. Not salty. Don't be salty. I mean, you can be a little salty. Maybe a little, but flavorful. 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 That's a good one. Not way in a way it. that overpowers and destroys what it is that you're seasoning. I like it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So funny story back in like elementary school, I think I was in third grade, maybe third or fourth grade. We put on a play as, you know, all cute little elementary kids. And the whole joke of the play was that someone was making this big pot of soup and nobody knew that anyone else had put the salt in. And so they'd all come put the salt in. And then by the end it was ruined. So maybe... Not that salty. Okay. Okay. Yeah. I like it. That was a really boring story. I'm sorry. No, I, I think that's a good lesson, right? Like too much salt, not good. No. Just the right Just amount of salt right amount. really enhances the flavor of whatever mm-hmm. you're doing. Mm-hmm. Because you notice when it's missing. Yes, that's so true. And if you are a cooking geek like myself, <laughs> you also know that like there's different kinds of Absolutely. salt. Absolutely. And Some are want, stronger than others. Yes. Yeah. And you want the right salt for the right dish. Fair enough. You want it to be the one that blends the flavors well. You don't want anything too coarse, depending on there what There is you're a science eating. behind it, too. Yes. Interesting. Interesting. Yeah. Mm. Mm-hmm. Mm. But okay. we are maybe not going to talk about food the whole episode. No. Let, let, let's talk about what, what this whole gospel on salt okay. and light really means for us in our houses, in the real world. Shall we? Sure. So I think what's one thing that's interesting for me, you know, I love this gospel. From Matthew, right? <laughs> yes. Nicole? Yeah. <laughs> She's quizzing me on my I am. scripture you, memorization. I know. <laughs> you told me you didn't memorize it, but this one. Um, but, you know, I think the thing that I love about it is it's not just about our own lives, but he's talking about being salt and light for the world. Yes. And I think sometimes when we're doing things in the spiritual life, it is very much me and Jesus. I'm growing. I'm doing this. But the purpose of us growing is to be able to then be leaven for the world, yes. to bring life to the world, to bring that light and the salt and season the world. Yes, and actually, like historically, when they were talking about this, I think they they actually there's um, some truth behind that because they used to take that salt and and like dirt and and mm-hmm. other things and kind of like make them into cakes and they would be used Those to start a fire. Oh, oh, yeah, okay. But also to preserve, I was say, also preserve it. Salt. Yeah, but, so but yes, purposes. like there's just so many purposes for it. So there's mm-hmm. like fuel and there's flavor right. and there's preservation. Yes, interesting. And I, I think um, what I'd love to explore today yeah. is real world application of being salt and light right. for the world so that we can remove that barrier for others. Mm-hmm. I think one of the ways we can do this in our homes, especially if our kids are, are very young still, yeah. and we're just trying to like get them to really embrace this idea that we are here to go out into the world, mm-hmm. it's not just about us, is to kind of help um, help everybody in your family understand or uncover the talents or the gifts they've been given mm-hmm. and how to share them, how to use them to bring glory to God. Absolutely. Because I think, again, and this is part of the culture, right? Like our gifts and our talents are made to make us money and make us rich and make us famous. Mm. But that is contrary to the gospel. If anything, like complete opposite yeah. of what the gospel tells us is that we sacrifice ourselves, Yeah. that we give up our life for the life of another, and that we are ridiculed and not the center of the world's attention. Right. 
but all for the glory of God. Yeah. And that is such a hard message, I think, for especially children who are surrounded by a culture who tells them exactly the opposite. Yeah. And, and where, like, people are making millions of dollars on oh, YouTube. Right. Just right? opening boxes. Yeah. And playing video games. Right. On. And that's, like, I mean, I have to fight that with my kids all the time. We <laughs> want to be like, YouTube stars. I'm like, no. <laughs> you don't. <laughs> I mean, really. I mean, like, are is that a, is that a gift? Sure. sure. Is it a talent? Yes. Can you use it to make a living? Yes. But, like, is that really the only thing that God's calling you to? Or is he maybe calling you to more? Right. And, you know, is that bringing people joy? Sure. Are you using the money to help those who are in need? Maybe. Mm, yes. Maybe. Maybe it's a vehicle to do what God is calling you to do. Yeah. But God is not calling you to just be a YouTube star. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. He wants more from you. Yeah. He wants that salt and light. Right. Mm. And fame isn't it. So if you have little kids. Yeah. I think um, something that really helped us when mine were young, and, and this might be hard to wrap your head around if you are very uh, routine oriented mm. is that um, because we are all given different gifts, mm-hmm. different talents, different charisms, the way we do things, the order even in which we do things is never going to be the same from yeah. one person to another. And so one of the first things I had to come to terms with was like, I can't expect all of my kids to learn things in the same order or at the same age uh-huh. or to do things in the same order right. or at the same age. Right. So like even something simple like assigning chores every week, oh, right? fair like enough, Saturday yeah. mornings, this kid over here, definitely not the kid I want cleaning out the litter box <laughs> because he was the master of, of the sandbox as a child. Oh, dear. And that is not <laughs> something we want in your house. <laughs> in the litter box. <laughs> this one over here, very meticulous. Yes. Very perfectionist. He's the guy who wants to clean the bathroom. Mm. So even just those small things, right. I think, are easy ways where we can honor, like, yes, this person is an individual who is separate yeah. from myself. Yeah. Who has different gifts and, and different abilities and different inclinations than and I do. And that contributes to the working of the family in the home. So it contributes to a larger picture, too. Yes. Yeah. And I think that that's, you know, it's very small as sacramental. It's bringing into a visible reality something invisible, which would be their gifts and their talents that are embedded within them. Yes. And then on a more difficult level yeah. of the same idea I guess would be that even when we talk about like discipline and consequences Mm, yes the same thing does not work for every kid in your house which can be really hard even for the kids right because they'll be like that's not fair (laughs) when I did that all arbiters of justice when it comes to yes they'll be like when I did that when I was nine you grounded me and it's like well that is just not that's not going to work for this dude you know like that doesn't mean anything to him he likes being right he likes being in his room That would be a You know, the kids always are like, you're grounded. You have to go to your bedroom and go, all right, Love peace. It, right? <laughs> right? That does not work for mom. Mom no. would very much like to just be Yeah, in so like even just realizing that like nothing, you can't just yeah. have one standard all the time. Everything right. is going to be so much more individual because we know that every, every child has something different to bring mm-hmm. to like how they're going to respond. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. But I think it's also using those things to embed in them this understanding that they have been created for more. That God has given them gifts and their talents and a purpose. Mm. And that part of their childhood is really, one, being a kid. But two, starting to dig deeper and uncover what those are. Not that they're going to necessarily have to do the same thing their whole life. Mm -hmm. But that some of those things are just innate within them. 
So I have an interesting question about that then. Yeah. So how do we encourage our kids to uncover that gift or that charism or whatever it is mm-hmm. um, without also forcing upon them a label? Because we don't want a label, right? No, not at all. And I think that that is the risk. Mm-hmm. You're artistic. You're yeah. creative. Right. Well, but I'm also athletic and I deal with this kind of back with the, the last episode with my tween who's like I don't just want to be smart I don't just want to be like I want to be athletic like yeah and at that age like things. identity right. is everything right it so is. you want to be careful that you're not Absolutely. giving them a label that they grow up to hate <laughs> but again I think it's realizing that our only identity is a beloved child of God Ooh, period yes. Amen. and all the other things Amen. are characteristics and you can you have enjoy as art. many of those right. as you want. You enjoy art. There are things you enjoy. Yes. There are things you're good at. But just because you're artistic doesn't mean you are. Art- like It doesn't make you who right. you are. It's part of who you are, but it isn't who you are. Moms, are you listening to this? And it can change. Being a mom is not everything no. about who you are. It is our vocation <sighs> and our calling, but we are beloved daughters of God. Fathers are beloved sons of God. His Mother Teresa it says, I belong entirely to the heart of Jesus. That is her identity. Amen. You know? Mm. So I think. And if you root all of those right. like skills and talents and yep. abilities you have in that identity, yeah. how much more can you bring glory and honor to the Lord in everything you do? Well, how much more risk are you willing to take to yeah. be like, okay, if I fail at this, I'm still beloved. I'm just not great at pencil drawing. I but maybe it. I'll try a different medium. So I can't play hockey. Yeah. I'll try basketball. But there's so much pressure on us, right? Like to kind of like help our kids uncover that. Like we almost feel like that's our job. Like we have to do it. But I think realizing that it's going to come mm-hmm. on its own time and that the Lord's going to reveal it to them in their own way. And like the best we right. can do is encouraging them to be open and hearing and listening for that. Yeah. And, in- and encourage new experiences maybe mm. encourage them to try something they're so they can discover try, right? something new yes right i um i want to talk for a minute about charisms yes i was going to go there too so perfect. yeah because you know many of our listeners have probably been to a called and gifted workshop mm-hmm. or read sherry waddell's marvelous book yes. about uncovering your charisms right. um and i think as adults even Sometimes we want to use that charism as a label. Oh, absolutely. And, and or we we're want, afraid to be labeled. By or one. we're afraid to be labeled by a charism, right? Like if you get the one and you're like, oh, I didn't want that one. Right. <laughs> I wanted something fleshier. Um, but but I have really seen in a beautiful way um, some of those gifts kind of start to be uncovered and yeah. kind of shine through, you know, keeping on that that light under a bushel theme. Right. In, in, in my daughter who's eight, like she very clearly has a wonderful gift of prayer and her prayer is so authentic and and so sweet and so spontaneous um and i just love that about her also she has a knack for memorizing scripture that i do that it's a different anointing (laughs) she did not receive totally a different anointing but but her gift of prayer is just so beautiful and it inspires me so much Mm -hmm. um to to really like continue to seek out what is the Lord's calling you to do with right. that you know and like encouraging her and just saying like I I'm so thankful for your prayer your prayer is so beautiful mm-hmm. and I and thank you so much for praying for mom you know like she wants to pray for everybody all the time yeah. like wherever she is and I just I'm so grateful for that but but I think um I got lucky because she also is grateful for that gift she doesn't oh, she's not at an yeah. age where she feels like it's a burden <laughs> or where she's right. like annoyed by it right so like what do you do when 
you come to this realization maybe at called and gifted yeah and you're like oh oh that's mm. my charism administration fantastic <laughs> administration. i can file some papers <laughs> so what do you do like how do you how do you well, i think i mean i think we have to admit that there are times we're disappointed in what we've been given that's natural and then comparison is awful you know? oh i think that's the hardest part right because right? we see other people we see with other these people doing gifts, these amazing like healing things. right yes or uh, prophesying yes i'm filing papers but that's not administration <laughs> right like that's not the gift of but it feels that way it when does. you first when you first right, get that right? right uh but just i think it's an exercise in humility to be like what the God, what what the Lord has given me, He has given me for His glory, mm-hmm. right? And then if we take it back to what is my identity, right? As His beloved daughter, and my call is to bring Him to light. Then this has a purpose, and to remember that the charisms are for the building up of the church. Ooh, yeah, right. They're so, not for my own glorification. No. They're not for my own, you know, um, right. self-esteem. No, nope. they're not for making money. No, nope. they're yes. So maybe it is to be involved in a ministry of healing, but you're the one who's making everything happen, Ooh. because the ones that have the gift of healing may not have that gift of administration to be sure that they are where they're supposed to be when they're supposed to be there, and the papers are getting signed oh and whatever. Oh my goodness, else. I could write a whole book about how we as church could do so well to mm-hmm. put people with their gifts Absolute, in the right places. Yeah. <laughs> and that is that is half the battle. It is, right because sometimes we don't we don't even realize the gifts we have until right. It's. Yeah. And that's that's the frustration the frustrating part about the charisms isn't the only way you know if you have it is if you use it. Yeah. Oh yeah. Like that even oh, when you yeah, take the inventory, it is I've demonstrated. So if you're not if you haven't risking tried it. and you're not trying. So that kind of goes back to what you were saying even yeah. like at, on, on our last episode with with tweens and teens like mm-hmm. we have to encourage our children and mm-hmm. the rest of us our spouses ourselves yeah. to try new things because we're Absolutely. not going to know unless we try it. Yeah. Ooh. Yeah. And again, I think, too, going back to teens and tweens, and I know that the inventory is really geared toward adults. I know Sherry and I have had those mm-hmm. conversations because it is lived experience yeah. that helps us to discover those charisms. But I think really encouraging our teens and tweens to take part in an active faith life in building up the church, not necessarily in our parish building, right? but wherever they are, in their schools, in their after-school activities, within their friendships, within our families, within our neighborhoods and communities, to try their hand at whatever skills they've been given Mm -hmm. to then figure out how God is calling them to use that to lift up somebody. You know, my daughter has a keen eye for the homeless. She does. Yeah. She guilts me every time. Mom, do you have money for them? (laughs) No, I don't. What a gift. Right. But she has a gift of noticing people. Yeah. And so how is God calling her to use that? Yes. For his glory. So... There's not, there's not a, there is not a textbook answer to that. Like, I think that's part of the frustration, too, for somebody who really likes to have control and clear answers and checklists. Mm. It is just lived experience. It is yeah, getting knocked down and getting back up again. We need that. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. And to cling to that identity in Christ. Right. Like, as we're to surround ourselves that. with people who can recognize that in us. I think we were talking about a mutual friend, yes. right? Who has a charism of writing that yes. maybe she wouldn't other really recognize in herself. Yes. And to be able to draw that forth and to present opportunities to them once we recognize it. Mm-hmm. To grow and it. And affirm them yeah. in that gift. But also to practice. Yeah. And to grow in that gift. Yeah. Oh, that's good stuff. 
So if you are listening and you're wondering about how to better understand your gifts, how to better understand what God's given you, mm-hmm. where would you want to go to look for some of that information? Um, I think, of course, the Catherine of Siena Institute is one of the first places to look. They have such tremendous work done on the spiritual gifts, on charisms and all of that. But again, more from an adult perspective. Mm-hmm. But I think the more we understand it in us, we can then recognize it in our children. Yes. Because if we don't understand what it is, it's hard to recognize And we can that. model it for our kids Absolutely. too, right? What like embracing the gifts that we have. Yes. Yeah. What does it mean to live out of our charisms and yeah. our natural giftedness and the spiritual gifts? One of the books I also like, and again, not for labeling, but for understanding, is um, The Temperament That God Gave Your Child. Because I think sometimes we forget that everyone's got a different personality and temperament. Yeah. And in order to effectively parent our children, we we need to understand how God wired them. Mm. And just because they came from me doesn't mean that they're wired like me. And like how will they respond to us in the way we're wired? Because sometimes that can be. Right. And to understand that, not for labeling purposes Mm -hmm. at all. Right. But But bringing light to the situation. Yeah, bringing light to the situation so that we don't get salty. (laughs) Just saying. Just a little bit. Just a little. Um, And then another one, too, is the love languages. Yeah. Um, I did this exercise, actually, going back to the scripture episode I did this exercise with my with my uh, students on figuring out how God speaks through the different love languages like Mm. what does he give us because God is the author of love he is love yes and so knowing our love languages what are ways that we might get to know and hear God's voice better right and so that's the same for our children like if one is very um you know affection if um Wow, why am I forgetting which one that one is? Uh, the, the touchy one, touchy feeling one. Oh, yeah, I know. What yeah. you're, why are we both I blanking? Don't know. <laughs> I don't know. But a physical touch. Oh, there thank you. Physical touch. Physical there touch. Okay. If, if that is their love language, then they're going to really enjoy the sacramentality of the church. Mm-hmm. Right? To figure out what God is calling them to, to be light. They are going to enjoy the sensory experience, And they're going to need to have sensory experiences, right. too, to embrace all of those other pieces yes. of what we want to show them, right? Like, everything right. in the world is going to have to be tactile. We can't right. just, like, write them a list and be like, here, read this. Mm-mm. That's not... They're going to be great. kinetic learners more yeah. than likely, right? Using their hands, getting into it, making mm-hmm. mistakes that way. For those that are words of affirmation, picking out those comfort verses from Scripture to mm-hmm. help them hear the voice of God. Um, or as they're trying new things, really affirming what they're doing or redirecting them to something that might be better. Mm-hmm. So really knowing their love language to yes. know how they experience that affirmation and, and can hear us. How is it that they're going to hear us? Because that's part of the block too. Yeah. is Or the challenge is speaking in a way that we are heard. Ooh. And Ooh. knowing those things about ourselves. You, you got me on a sore spot there. Speaking um, in a way that yeah. we are heard. That That's so real because how many times a day do right. we as parents say like did you hear me i know no did you hear me what <laughs> sorry did she say something <laughs> right. well especially with the tween who likes to shut the door in her room and have the music loud or that time that i gave my teenager noise canceling earbuds oh yeah that was not not, not realizing idea. <laughs> that i just made my own life that much more miserable and now i'm texting him from the other side of the room ryan you you my rule is hey. you still have to be able to hear me so one earbud in <laughs> Yeah, no, no noise canceling. Those are only for mom. Oh no! When you ground me to the bedroom, those are for mom. Right. Oh 
Oh my goodness. Wow. No, but it is. It's just a learning and a discovering and taking joy in our children. Mm-hmm. I think that's really important too as we're helping them to embrace these gifts is not having expectations. Yeah. And that's so hard, right? I made it a, a goal. I think it was a New Year's resolution one year. I don't remember. Oh, you're what one year. of those people. I, I was one of those people just yeah. that one year. Just the one and, year. Yeah. And my goal was to to not say things like, okay, be good. Oh, yeah. Because I wanted them to know that they're always good. Right. I'm so intentional with that. And I'm sure it's because I read it somewhere or saw a post somewhere about it, but really intentional. Yeah. You're yeah, like a you're good always good person. Yes. You made a bad choice. Right. There's just so many ways to remind them. God of that. has created us very good. Mm. We just choose poorly sometimes. <laughs> That's a great. Idea. Or a lot of times. Or and thank God for confession. Yeah, we made a mistake. Yeah, it, yeah. It happens. That's hard to do. Yeah. Mm. All right. So what's our uh, what's our action item for this week? What are we doing that coming into other this Sunday? Chex mix. <laughs> other Back than to the food. other than definitely trying the Chex yeah. mix recipe, coming into this fifth Sunday of ordinary time. That's a good question. What are we doing? Well, in the fifty two Sundays yeah. on fifty two Sundays dot com, there's a family prayer section, and we love 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 yes. this suggestion. It says, pray for someone you know who needs the light of Jesus. And how your family can be a light for someone else. Yeah, that was such a beautiful prayer. And to the saint this week for 52 Sundays is St. Josephine Bakita. And I just love her Mm -hmm. and her whole story. And, you know, certainly her circumstance and being enslaved was not to God's glory whatsoever. But it led to her discovering God. And, you know, how that is an opportunity to not wallow in the darkness, but to turn it into something that is light. Yes. Talk not about that that should have ever I mean, happened to her. Just, yes. Not that that should have ever happened to her. That was not a good thing. Sure. But, but how God could that, use that yeah. for something so wonderful and beautiful. Right. Yes. Oh, yeah. I love it so much. Yeah. So turning darkness into light through the power of God. Oh. God alone. Amen. 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 Thank you for joining us today on as we approach this fifth Sunday in Ordinary Time. And thanks for listening to Beyond Sunday. We hope this coming week is filled with light and a little bit salty. <laughs> as you pray for others, bring your light into the world and seek to uncover the gifts the Lord has given you and your families. Find more episodes at 52sundays.com slash podcast or subscribe at Spotify, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.